Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch HaMavon. We're continuing Mishra Brodaf HaShavuah. We're learning Hilchais Tfilin, Simen Lamites, Seif Yud. So hopefully today we do Seif Yud and we begin Simen Mem. Tfilin, Shehuchsuku Bekashros, Enam Tzricha Medikal Oilam. Tfilin, that were established to be kosher, never need Bedika. Vim Enoi Menichan Ela Lefrakim. However, if you don't put them on regularly, you only wear them occasionally, then Tzricha Medika Pamayim B'Shavuah. Then they need to be checked twice every seven years. What if you don't have someone who could check them and to go back and to sew them again? And they need bedika, then continue to put them on. Continue to wear them without bedika. So really, tefillin that were established to be good never need to be checked. Why? Because they have daily maintenance. So long as the coating is intact, it's different than mezuzah or or um, sefer Torah. It's different than mezuzah. Mezuzah you're not using regularly. So it's very interesting, the uh, Dershu brings down, let's say somebody buys tefillin of a person who died, and that, it still has a cheskas kashras. No, listen to this. You have to assume something happened to it. Why? Because the Lishka Sasefer says, the minog is to check it. Because we know the schar for wearing tefillin is arichas yamim, but this guy just died. So maybe he died because it's tefillin our puzzle. So you have to check them. You can't rely on the fact he was... He could have lived another second. Why did he die so soon? So, yeah, and Eina Hanami, this guy who lived exactly 120 years, it could be you don't have to check his. Um, Reb Chaim Knievsky doesn't go for that. He said there could be... Uh, there are many reasons a person could die. Don't blame it on his tefillin. Okay. Um... Fine. So this is the different than uh, mezuzah. Mezuzah needs to be checked twice in every uh, seven years. Tefillin never need to be checked. Um, I've been told by Soifrim, not only do they not need to be checked, they should not be checked. Why? Because by opening it and looking at the parishes and unfolding it, um, you're more likely to do harm to the parishes. However, from personal experience, not every checker is a good checker. And... Uh, it's, it is worthwhile to check your tone once in a while. Um, okay. We're not worried that um, an, a letter will be erased or will be pierced. Nevertheless, the Mishnah says, despite the fact that you don't have to, it is correct to check your tone. Often it gets ruined because of sweat. Or people, they, they take showers, they come to shul, their hair is still dripping. Or some people, they're, they're, they go to the mikvah. Whatever they do, whatever their personal hygiene is in the morning, it's none of my business. But uh, now, the Rav Shama says that nowadays that the batim are behidr, you don't have to worry about zeya. You don't have to worry about anything except um, if there's a specific factor. 
Says Rav Shlomo Zalman, most problems with tefillin come from checking them. Ruba de ruba of problems come from opening up the tefillin. By the way, it's interesting. Um, uh, I always talk about you should not leave your tefillin in a car. In the car it gets to it turns into an oven and the ink could melt. Okay, v'im nikra chipoyabatim. Let's say the coating tour oishenoshru b'mayim. Or you soaked it in water. Let's say you you like to wear a tefillin, so you uh, it's the summer and you took it into the pool. You got to check it right away. Maybe the lettering got erased or got ruined. Any time you're required halachali to check your tefillin, somebody you don't have someone to check it and sew it back up. Then you can continue to wear it, but you can't make a bracha. You can no longer use the chazaka in such a scenario. Because of a chay adam. Chay adam says, let's say you left your twin in a damp basement. In other words, if there are environmental factors that cause you, you left it out in the blazing sun, you left it out in the, in the near water. So then you got to check it. And until you check it, you don't make a bracha. bracha a bracha. Now, uh, the Mechaber says you don't have to check tefillin if you wear it every day. But if you only wear it lefrakim, then you need to check it twice every seven years. The chashin and shaman apshu. It might have rotted. L'kach yivdikim shnei pamim b'shmita. Now, if you don't have someone to check it, yanichim kach. You, you put it on that way. Now, we just said, the Mishabur just established a rule. However, here, the Chayadam, the Mishabur is bringing, seems to say that if you don't wear a ton regularly and you need to check it, you could make a bracha. I, we just said, anytime you have to check it, you don't make a bracha. He says, If you left your tefillin, you went swimming in your tefillin, and there's a specific cause that you need to check the tefillin, then you don't make a brach. But here, we don't see anything. The tefillin look uh, pristine. It's just you don't wear them every day. You don't know what happened when you weren't wearing them. Well, uh, we don't see any reyah You find tefillin in the Seamus box. There are no straps. They're open up. You have to be, you can't just put them on. You have to, you have to be concerned. Maybe there's some kind of hidden psul. But if you find them, nignaz, in their pouch, then you don't have to worry. So what, you could wear it without checking it? I think what he means is as follows. If you find, if you find a partius of tefillin, you listen carefully, if you find partius of tefillin, and they're in a Seamus box, and you check it, and they're kosher, you can't wear it. Why? There's a psal nistar. Maybe they're shalai kasinran. There's, there's a reason someone put it there. Just say, well, I checked it. It looks good. No, obviously somebody, somebody tossed it. Somebody was going to say, that's what psul nistar means. It's a psul that you won't be able to see. Something about, maybe it was written by an api kairos. There's something about it that, 
that is puzzle, it's not going to help to check it. But if you find an intact pair of tefillin with the, you know, with the straps and you check it, so then you, then it's okay. Let's begin Simon Mem. Din Eich Linhoig Bikdushas Hatfilin. How should one accustom themselves in holiness and tfilin sefalaf? Asr litlois tfilin bain babatim bain beratsuis. It is prohibited to hang tfilin by the bias, by the ratsuis. Avomutter litloisan bekisan. You could hang it by their uh, pouch. You ever see some people, they take their strap, you know, they're, they're spinning it around. I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe they're practicing. They don't like to hit their children, but just in case, you know, they want to instill some fear in them. I, I would I would probably presume that that's not a respectful thing to do with them. By the way, it sits us also. I mean, I don't know if it's halachically has a dinner bazaar, but I don't think it's a, a nice thing to do to twist, you know, to spin your tzitzis. Like, I would say if you're that bored that you need to take a Tash mitzvah and start spinning it, I would take off your Taos and fillin. Take a walk around the block, drink a coffee. You know, if if it's reached the point that you need to be flipping and twisting and twirling your tzitzis, then uh, maybe get a fidget spinner. You know, there are other eitzes that you could get. Okay, also litlois al hayaseid mibneishu derech bizayin. It's also to suspend the tefillin on a peg. You don't want to hang your tefillin on a peg. It's derech bizayin. An example the Dershu gives, analogous to this, you know, you have Megillus Esther, you're up to, you know, the middle of Megillah, you want to, the first half, you're going to let it sort of hang down the other side of the table, that's also Derech Bizayon. Bein Babatim, Shahabatim Tluyin Lamata. Let's say the Batim are hanging down. Uvein Shortsuyin Tluyin Lamata. Mekomokim Bakroi Ba'alma. Nevertheless, occasionally, Shoiches Atzum Biyadav Artsuyin Tluyin Lamata. In other words, like this, you know, you, you, you pick up the bias and uh, you, the straps are going around the sides and, you, you know, you sort of push off one chilek of the straps and then, then they, they, you know, they fall down to the table. So is that respectful? Occasionally, it's okay. But not the other way around where you're holding the strap and the, and the bias is hanging down. Included in this is not where you're holding on to the straps of the Shorosh and so to speak the bias of the Shorosh is hanging because that's how you put them on. I don't do it that way. I, I hold on to the, the bias and the, and the Kesher. So I'm not sure who puts on film that way. But if you do put on tefillin that way, then we will not ostracize you. Okay. Some put the tefillin shorosh on some kind of board at the time they wear it, so I guess it doesn't have to hang down. Bekisan. Okay, so the mechaber said it's mutter to hang it in its in its um, in its box. But the sevatar also loys b'chal gavni. You can't hang the sevatar in any situation. He brings in the dirshu that the iser of hanging it is to to hang it on a wall. But if you hang it on your body, 
So you want to hang it on your body. You wear a Sefer Torah with two chains, you know, around your neck. Like, you know, pair of binoculars. So Rav Moshe says it's mutter. Because it's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara says the Melech would make a Sefer Torah, like a Kamea, and he would hang it around his arm. So you could do such a thing. Um, the Sefer Torah says, Even the Sefer Torah in an Aron Kodesh that you're hanging on a wall. Even if the Aroin is attached with pegs. So you have a, a box and you literally connect it to the wall with nails. And the Aroin the, the is sort of hanging on the wall. No, you know, I'll do that. You have these big, you know, drills that it can hold 2,000 pounds. No. It has to have a base, it sounds like. It has to be standing on something. So the Dershu points out, if you look up the Chayi Adam, the words are not in the Chayi Adam. In the Nishmas Adam he writes, here, let's see, this is interesting, because I, I would imagine there are shuls that have like a hanging arayin. Um... The Nishmas Adam writes, if you're koivea adaf, and you put it, in other words, you make a ledge and you put the arin on it, the arin is like it's placed. Meaning the arin is like it's standing on something. It's like it has a base. Unless you say, well, if there's a, if there's a ledge, so the arin is on a dvarma. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a problem. Usvarim. Svarim kagoin sifrei talmud v'chadoyme doyme l'tfilin. It's like tfilin. What does that mean? Therefore, what? Therefore, it's like tfilin, and you shouldn't hang it. Oh, meaning they're doyme l'tfilin, and not like say for Torah. So if they're in some, so you would be able to be toilet. Svarim or Sidurim that are attached to their hard cover where there's a silver chain, you don't hang them. Oh, the Luach is not like a container. Um, the Dershu brings regarding Tashmish Kedusha we say later on that a Teva which is Meyuchad for Svarim which is covered with uh, paper is like a Tashmish Tashmish and does not need Geniza meaning the, the binding is not considered like the, the Sefer itself even though regarding this the Mishra Bura says it has a status of a say of a Dabr Shabaktusha and you shouldn't hang it. Um, let us, we're actually going to hold it over here. We'll read the end of this Mishra Bura next week, okay? Have a good day, everyone. Brachavatzlacha, call tov. So, no, we're not going to get together this Friday. We'll see you Monday. Double Parsha, busy Friday, call tov.